Hey, Coach, it's Eric. How are you? Good, Eric. How are you doing today? I am great. Thanks for giving me a little bit of time. Hey, not a problem at all. All right, so before actually before we get to the team, I was wondering how did you get into coaching? I was wondering about that. Um, actually, when I started started teaching up here in 1995, um, was my first year. I started coaching with John McCourt in uh, baseball, and then I've, I've been in it pretty much ever since. I had a couple of years off where I took off from the high school level and was doing more from the youth level when my girls were starting to grow up. So it started started what 30 almost 30 years ago or 20 20 plus years ago 23 years ago so yeah it's it's been in my in my blood forever my dad coached baseball when I was younger and so it's just been something that I've always enjoyed doing something I'm passionate about now the girls they get a lot from you what do you get from the girls or anybody you coach what kind of things do they give you that's a that's a good question I, I think and I appreciate you understanding that that it is a reciprocal relationship I, I get a lot out of the out of the relationship piece first I think if we can build trust with one another that um, you know there's a there's a stronger sense of, of growing as a program so just as I try and help them grow I think they help me grow and I've learned that over the years I think early on I was probably a little bit more stubborn as a coach and now that I've been doing it for so many years you know, I'll, I'll ask questions of the girls of what they're seeing during the game or the things they're seeing that I'm not seeing. So I, I do seek their input so that they have as much ownership in this. They, they ultimately know that at the end of the day, I'm the one who has to make the big decisions. But um, I, I get a lot out of them. I, they, they teach me a lot about the game from their perspective. And also, I think just building that positive relationship with them is, is the bigger part of, of why anybody coaches is just to have that impact on kids but to build those lasting relationships. Now, we broadcast the first broadcast of your softball team about a week ago, I guess, and I was so impressed. Uh, One thing I did want to talk about was the chemistry between Chloe and McKenzie at first and second on defense. Like I said, I was impressed with the whole team, but those two, there didn't seem to be any hesitation at all on a ball hit into the infield. They were just click, 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 and ready to go. Talk a little bit about those two. Uh, those two have been playing together since they were probably six years old, to be quite honest. So they would say played with each other for, for 12 years. Um, I coached them way back when they played for McDonald's in MYBI, and uh, I've had the, the fortunate pleasure of coaching them all four years in their high school career. Both of them have been four-year starters for me at the varsity level, and, and you are exactly right. They're two of my three captains, and they, they're they very instinctive as ball players. They know where the other one's going to be at all times. They, they really handle that right side of the defense very well, but also you know, I think they, they handle the whole team pretty well. So it's it's a, it's a great experience for me to see them grow from the age of six to where they are now as seniors in high school. Now, the chemistry between those two is great, but the chemistry on your, with your team on the field seems to be great as well. Um, it seems to go hand-in-hand, on-field, off-field. Do you think there's a correlation with that team, how they are on the field and how they are together off the field? Definitely. Um, there, there are some great friendships, <clears throat> obviously some of them, uh, more meaningful than others that they don't all have to be best friends but they understand that we have each other's back when we get on the field um, we, we set goals for both the physical part of the game as well as the mental part of the game and we just talk about our physical effort and our mental focus so those two pieces that they know going in I think are easier for them to embrace as a team when they know that they've got teammates who have each other's backs and what's fun to see practice ends they all jump in different cars and head home or they give rides to young girls right. six or seven freshmen on the team who don't have their licenses yet so i think they've just built some of that friendship slash relationship piece that can only help your team on the field it carries over well and 
on the positive side as well as on the negative side. When things don't go real well and you've got a teammate who's got your back or who can pick you up or give you a little, you know, hey, let's go, let's let's focus and get after it here a little bit. When they've got that relationship with one another, it makes my job much easier as the head coach. Yeah, definitely. Now, uh, things started off real fast for you this year. You guys were undefeated. You had your first loss. What can a loss teach a team like yours that started out so fast like that? Um, I, I often feel you can you can learn more from a loss than you can from a win, and so we, we talked about it um, the next day. <clears throat> we usually don't talk about it immediately after the game or even on the bus ride home, so the next day before practice we talked about some of the things that we had been doing that we didn't do, and one of those was putting the ball in play. In, in the loss, we stuck, struck out 12 times, which was uncommon for us. We only had three hits, so we weren't hitting the ball hard the other way, um, and then defensively we had three errors, so uh, three errors I can quite honestly live with on the physical side, but I just didn't think we played with the same level of intensity that we had had when we were on our winning streak. So, um, and, and you have to give credit where credit is due. Luxembourg Casco is one of the top teams in the conference. Um, our, including Luxembourg Casco and now Denmark on Friday and then Freedom next week. Those three teams are 20 and 0 against the rest of the conference. So we've got uh, we've got a stretch here coming up that is really going to challenge us as a team, but meaning that we must step up and be able to face that challenge if we want to be considered one of the top teams in this conference. Now you talked about Denmark this Friday. That's tomorrow. We're going to be at that game. That game will be on the radio, Sports Radio 570. Um, I think it starts at 4:30, right? This time, I think it's 4:30. <laughs> That is correct. Yep, okay. the doubleheaders usually start at 4, and then the single game's at 4.30. Okay, so 4.30. Um, talk about Denmark, because I understand they have a really good team. They do. They're, they're solid. They've got uh, a nice nice young pitcher, um, does a nice job keeping you, know, keeping you off balance, but uh, throws strikes. She's around the plate, and, and they have solid defense behind them. Um, they've always been a strong hitting program. Uh, they're well coached. I think they do a lot of the little things that some of the, the teams that maybe don't experience as much success in the area um, don't do. They're, Denmark's that team that is going to put a little added pressure on you with some small ball. Uh, they're not afraid to steal a base. So <clears throat> we're definitely going to have our hands full, but I, I think we're up to the challenge. We just have to know going in that we have to play the game with a certain level of relaxation, but also be extremely focused as to the task at hand. All right, Coach. Well, hey, I appreciate the time. I know you have to get going. Thanks again. Good luck tomorrow, and we'll see you there, okay? Sounds good, Eric. Thank you very much for the support. We'll see you tomorrow night. Bye-bye. Goodbye.